0: with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Honestly. Run that M.O. M. M. Yes. Everyone, is, everyone is slumped. We just came back from the diner. And it was amazing. Mm. Dunno. That was good. That was good. Shout out to Nana. Dunno. Dunno. <laughs> so that's her name. Nana. <laughs> 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 yeah, great service. She made us all custom milkshakes. You didn't tip her though. We did! No, we gave, gave her it. that... Uh, that's, that's a, a service,
1: charge. So You didn't give her an extra tip. Fuck. <laughs>
0: That's all the tip she needs for me, fam.
2: All right, Jaladi might go back to tip her so long. <laughs> <You>. <laughs> anyway.
0: Give her another kind of headshot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my! All right, let's get into the podcast. <laughs> me Too movement, we're going
2: to come after you. Definitely want go headshot. <laughs> That as dog as consensual. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, alright, alright. Let's go, let's go. I don't know, what all right. I don't know what's going so,
0: on. So, um to defo- the to topic for today kinda of piggybacks off last week's episode. We're talking about whole the whole marriage thing and the whole like, wedding wedding ring thing, da the all right, and you guys would um, asking me whether like I planned out my wedding thing. We know you planned out like, your fairy yeah. wedding, but yeah. uh, well, and then I um, I told you about the scrapbook that I was making. Yeah. So this week my brothers uh, were coming back, so okay. I was tidying up the house, tidying up the house, and I found the scrapbook. Mm. So I was, I was looking through it, thinking, oh yeah, I remember that, I remember that. <laughs> and then and I was thinking, wow, why did I, why did I stop? There's there's because like, like there were so many more ideas I had to put in the scrapbook. Mm. And then I was wondering, wow, why did I stop? And I remembered it's because she broke your heart, broke your heart. No, 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 no 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 there was no babies around when, when i started the scrapbook but yeah so um because i came to the realization that i was making an idol out of this whole mm. <laughs> this, this, mm. this, this, this whole wedding thing mm. i thought you know you can know yeah, <laughs> put this to the side <laughs> when, when there's actual babes maybe i can mm. think about coming back to this mm. so uh yeah i thought it'd be nice for us to talk about idols today <laughs> okay okay it's a good segue actually That's so um first question what is your definition of an idol
1: well, for me yeah um i think anything that takes the place of god in, in a person's life mm.
0: my original
1: when you said it the first thing that came to mind was the idols that uh, they would keep even in the temple or even israel keeping the household and i was like those things would become the first point of call as opposed to God being the first point of call, mm. So I think that's what an idol is, anything which uh, which takes the place of God in any area of mm. a person's life.
0: Yeah. Um, going a bit deeper now, what do you mean by it takes the place of God?
1: Um, takes the place of God is things that like, should be attributed to God or things that should be addressed to God first, get addressed to these things or, or get attributed to these things. So if I'm talking in a place of like, making an idol out of my ability to plan, then when I'm going to do something, I think I, 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 I got this. Uh, I will you know make my plans, make my backup plans, and I go to me first as opposed to God, yeah. or oh, I'm making an idol out of people. And so, um, you know, maybe uh, this worship leader is, you know, he, he, he every time he leads worship, I feel like I'm in the presence, so. Oh, thank you. He, he becomes an idol to me and antichrist. <laughs> 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 Bro. <laughs> <Rah>. <laughs> no, no. So, so then, it's like anytime I even think about worship, as opposed to wanting or, or or trying or desiring to worship God, you know, to some extent, I just want that guy to come and lead worship, and that guy becomes an idol of mm. sorts. So that that's what I mean by mm. attributing to or um, addressing things to yeah. something where they should be addressed or attributed to God.
2: Mm. What about you, Moses? I think um I want to preface or preface. Um, and saying idols, in and of themselves, aren't necessarily always bad things, mm. um, but they've they've been made the ultimate things. So, in Peter's example, planning, planning is not necessarily bad, but when you make it the ultimate thing, that's when it becomes an idol, and that's mm. when it becomes unhealthy. Mm. Um, Good point. So. And like again, worship. So one person might have an anointing for worship, and be like, "Wow, this person actually like is able to move into worship in such a manner that can captivate and draw everyone into it." Oh, thank you. And uh, but <laughs> that's when like this, I said antichrist, <laughs> <laughs> but when this person then becomes, oh no, nah, this person just needs to come and do this thing, and everyone else is in it. Um, that's when it becomes an issue. Um, so I, I think for me, idol is very similar to what Peter was saying, but I would almost add anything that is made equal to or above God um so anything that is almost placed on the same level as god so for example your wife could be placed almost or your husband could be placed on the same level as god um and your children could be placed on the same level of god so you you could have prayed for so long to have children and now that you have children you're they're so precious to you that you you would do anything for them and that's not necessarily a bad thing but we all know that god sometimes uses negative in life to bring about a positive so trying to prevent your children from going through any negative is almost trying to thwart what God is trying to do in their lives at some times. Um so yeah, I think very much a case of anything placed equal to or above God, um triune God, should I say. Some people say also what about Jesus? Um, the triune God is is an idol and it's it's absolutely anything in your life. Absolutely yeah. anything.
1: What's your understanding of idol? Especially when it comes to babes?
0: And it comes to yourself as a worship
1: leader. I
0: don't idolize myself. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, so I think for me, uh, just another word is, is anything you make a god, mm. or like anything like uh, like you say that that like your praise and worship is being directed to. Mm. So I've been reading through Judges recently, mm-hmm. and um, I'm I'm on Samson now. But I was, I was going through. Um, was it Joshua? or was it, Gideon? No, Gideon. Yeah, Gideon. Gideon. Yeah. So um, Gideon, he went with the three hundred, yeah. did his thing, yeah. and then um, he said, um, "Give me like a gold ring from like every person." Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then he he melted on the gold to make an athod, mm-hmm. and he then thought, yeah. yeah, and like the people started worshiping the athod yeah. that um, that he he made, mm-hmm. even though like worshiping anything that wasn't God was
2: what <laughs> was what got them in, in trouble mm-hmm. in the first mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like wrong. Mm. <laughs> do people don't yeah. learn? <laughs> Um, do you so, know what one, the one thing? Sorry to cut you. One thing that I really love about the Bible and about the Old, Old Testament narrative is that we read it and we're like, blood, like, fam, you, God just delivered you from this, and two twos are going through it again. Like, the king died and everyone went in the in the ways of their fathers and worshipped the Baals and stuff. And it's almost like, did did you lot not learn? But sometimes it's like we we, we forget that. There was countless years that kind of passed, and like the, the gradual erosion of the consciousness of God, but also the sheer reality as to how quickly our hearts currently waver. Mm. As to like mm. for three months, we could be on fire for God, reading our Word, fasting for the whole three months, <laughs> living off of literally the the dew. In the morning, and just the manor. you know, like that, just just living in the glory cloud, and then two, two we see a babies walk past, and then it's peak,
1: <laughs> almost immediately, <laughs>
2: you know, like that. Mm. And so sometimes we we it's like one thing that I love about the biblical narrative is that it's so human. Mm. It is it reflects our nature so much, and sometimes we can almost be harsh on them, the Israelites, for their mistakes, forgetting that we're actually making the same mistakes right now, even with their like lessons right in front of us yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: sorry to kind of jump in no but
0: yeah um anyone feel like sharing any idols they have in their lives or any idols they have recently um released <laughs> from their lives released you know
2: i can go um mm. this this is actually gonna this is part i'm not gonna say the actual resource because i'm gonna give it in the hookup so that's yes but um, I think I've given it before, but it's very pertinent to this conversation, so I'll definitely give it again. Mm-hmm. They're not the big words. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't believe that we release idols. I believe that we reposition them. And in repositioning idols, <coughs> they have the opportunity to be repositioned back into an Id- Id- idolatry state. In the sense of financial security might be an idol for whatever reason. And we can displace financial security by placing security, uh, security in, in Christ. But something could happen that will snap us back into the mentality of, if I had enough money, I would be sorted right now. And so we then replace Jesus with the financial security again. That's just given one example above many. Um so yes, I believe that through what I've read and through um, prayer and stuff, I believe that we as I said things aren't idols aren't always bad, but we need to we've made an ultimate thing and a way to remove an idol is to put something else in its place. And the only thing the only way to do that as a Christian is to put Christ in its place. <coughs> Uh, appropriately elevate Christ to where he ought to be and everything else be subject to him hmm. um, so one thing that I struggled with was um, me as a father so one of, one of the things that I really placed emphasis on was my daughter wanting to be around me um, which is my second daughter Leia wanting to be around me and and this was all because I wasn't able to have the relationship with my first daughter that I wanted to do due to my, the deterioration of my relationship with her mum. And this placed an unhealthy pressure on my relationship with, with Leia. Um, I didn't realise that I was doing that initially, but I realised that whenever... So Leia is very intuitive and she can pick up on the, my moods and my mood swings and like spiritually, if I'm going through something, she can pick up on it. And whenever I'm in a dark place, she doesn't want to be around me. Um, so whenever she's not around me, I'm already in a dark place. I'm putting emphasis on my daughter being around me and now she doesn't want to be around me. And so it's just like spiraling me down down even more. Um, but then I realized that I'm placing this emphasis on her, placing this emphasis on our relationship and not allowing the relationship to grow organically. And I am putting her in an impossible position. And rightly so... Right, well, not rightly so, but she's moving away from me rightly so because my mood would then affect her. So this is one thing that through prayer, through speaking to Jamelia, um, I believe I'm moving away from, I'm, I'm be- becoming able to just allow our relationship to just be, allow her time away from me when she doesn't want to be around me, but not shunning her, during those moments still be still just like encouraging her giving her love and stuff and embracing the moments that she does want to be with me so it's allowing the the relationship to develop a lot more naturally and organically um and it's i can only love her rightly as a father by receiving god's love and allowing god to shape me as a father Mm. so i think that's allowed it to be displaced as an idol but i know that if I'm going through a bad time and then she doesn't want to be around me, there's there, there's a potential for that to happen again. And so it just needs to be... Um, I need to be mindful, watchful and prayerful over that, really. Yeah.
0: Mm. Peter Petrone. What? <laughs> Peter Petrone. What's Patron?
1: It feels like it's a it's Harry Potter spell. No, no, it's liquor. It's liquor,
2: yeah. Oh. I'll about to say Peter Patron. He wishes... <laughs> I like Peter
1: <laughs> I liked his power. His would be the only power I wanted to Which zero. one was his power again? Empath- guys, empathetic guys, mimicry. <laughs> <laughs> empathetic mimicry. So he could copy those around him.
0: Guys, can we ah. can we stick to idols, <laughs> please? That's my idol. I want to stick the
1: No, I think uh, it's I- it's interesting that my example was planning because I think that was an idol of mine where I'd like to have plans and backup plans and backups for the backups and stuff like that. Um, I think for me, the thing that took me out of it was actually when I when I wrote off my first car, and that was because it was a situation that, of course, I had thought about before and I had a plan for. Um, you thought
2: about writing off your first car.
1: Well, I thought about what would happen if my car was to go on two wheels. Like I just, that's that's the way I was. Is if your car just, went on two wheels? Yeah. Did you flip your car? I didn't flip it, but I thought about like what would i do if like one of the things i used to do a lot was just think of random scenarios Mm. just in case i should it should occur at least i thought about it before so i had an idea so okay if i'm driving and for whatever reason i go on two wheels what am i supposed to do um and i actually researched it a little bit and know you have to turn into the lean to try and get your car to level off and everything
2: and then when i feel so backwards Sorry? it feels backwards, like your car's going this way, and you, turn, you into.
1: turn into yeah, yeah, <coughs> because you yeah, so, but apparently if you do that, because you're especially if it's rear-wheel drive, you push into so because you're pushing into it, your car's gonna go back onto the side mm. if you're leaning that way. anyway.
0: Mm. <laughs> 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 point enough. It's enough. <laughs> it's enough.
1: Yeah. So uh, the thing that took me out of it was um, when I when I wrote off my car, it was a, se- a sequence of situations that I thought through before car went on two wheels okay got it back got it back on four. still going far too fast still having no traction what are you going to do try drift it didn't work went straight into the um uh the central island a bit into the railing um and i was just like were you bleeding no i wasn't i was fine the car was written off but i walked home that day.
2: did your airbags popped out pop out
1: no it didn't because it was the side it was the side of the car um, These so cars are trying to kill us, you know. So,
2: cars are trying to kill us.
1: <laughs> so, um, for for what took me out of it really was in that sequence of events. And when something's happening really fast and you're in it, it actually feels like it's happening really slow. Because mm-hmm. I had time to think through everything. So I thought through everything, done everything. And when it wasn't working, the last thing was like, "Oh God, don't let me die," <laughs> kind of thing. And then um, you know the accident happened, crashed into it. I was just there. I was like "Okay, you know." Bodily assessment it looks like everything's okay, got out of the car, looked like it was it was totaled um and it was just like, okay, so I had every plan, I had opportunity to work on every plan, and at the end of the day, the plans didn't 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 save me, you know, and it was just like, okay, I can think all I want it's it just it, it won't I, you're not guaranteed mm. that it will work, and the only thing that saved me was God and that night walking home. I was just like, okay, cool. God's God's here. It's like I, I need to, I need to let go of this and and let God, you know, uh, lead more. Especially because just before the accident happened, I felt in my heart, God was like, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining. You're coming down the a ramp. Uh, coming down the hill. Slow down. And I was like, no, nah, I, I got this. I got
2: this. I planned this through God. You no, know, I <laughs> literally. Planned this through. Um,
1: so yeah, my idol was was my planning. Um, and and God. God had to give me a rude awakening to remove it. How about yourself? Which babes was an idol?
0: <laughs> I, think, I think a quicker question to ask is which babes wasn't an idol. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I think okay, if we going to babes, let's go babes. Um, I think just babes in general, to be honest. Just, um, just always chasing that one relationship, mm. whether being in, in like relationship or not, you know, because. Every babe is, is is always a potential new babe, man.
2: It's always a potential new babe. <laughs> <laughs> you, you
0: know, you know. Everyone's got everyone's got a
1: chance. You <laughs> look like my next girlfriend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, so I just became very aw- aware of how much time I was thinking about it because because I'm, I'm very much a person who lives in their head. So th- there's always like like a movie going off in my head about something. Found even times when I'm thinking about us. <laughs> Um, debating something on the podcast <laughs> yeah so i became a very i became very aware of the stuff i was thinking about and how much i was thinking about stuff and it could have been very innocent stuff it could have been some innocent stuff <laughs> you know how it goes
1: <laughs> i like the fact that you yeah, added that
0: right. right just keep it real with mm. it so so yeah so, so it's like um i became aware of it and then like through the past few months or so god has been He's he's been teaching me two things. One, he's been teaching me to see that everyone is made in His image. So, like, I'll just be like walking on the street, just just like looking at people, and like thinking, "You're made in God's image. You're made in God's image." Mm. And by doing that, like, and like everyone looks different, so it just shows the vastness of like how vast God is. Yeah. And then when it comes to like space, space specifically, just always having in mind that. That's God's daughter, respect her. That's God's daughter, respect her. That's God's daughter, respect her. Okay. And I've been catching myself in my thoughts more and more. Mm. So if um like there's, there's a from happening, I'll catch it as soon as I know that I'm, I'm I'm thinking about it and then just saying, okay, let's think about serious stuff. Mm. Or like, directed towards God. Like, if, if if I've got time to be thinking about babes, that's that's time I could be thinking about God mm. and stuff. So I've just been very conscious about keeping my... My heart and and and, and my mind directed towards God and what He's He <laughs> He wants me to do because if you want me to have the babies now, I'd have the babies now, sort of thing. So yeah. while mm-hmm. so whilst so I not whilst there's there's no babies here, I can be using that time to be doing the things He has for me to do. Mm-hmm. And um, I've just become more aware of His sovereignty in and, <laughs> and kind of like I've always been in the right place and the right time for certain things to happen, and like I'm, I'm needed. Mm. And just, just, just like stuff. Mm. So, so I've I've learned to, to to like trust more in like God's sovereignty and yeah. So so, so, so I think part part of it is like just like the fear that because it hasn't happened, mm. it's not gonna happen anytime soon. Mm. But mm. as you learn to um trust in God in this plan, you can have to worry and and daydream about stuff. Mm. So, so like, so, 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 so like um, there's my my friend sister says um, there's some baby jobs to, to hook me up with. <laughs> and I was like cool that's nice <laughs> but <laughs> my mind's not on that right now mm, mm. I've grown so much <laughs> <laughs> mm. okay so last mm. um, question so I've talked about it a bit but w- um, what do you guys guys find helpful when it comes to com- um, combating making things idols mm.
1: I think um, I think it's David that has a psalm and it's like search my heart kind of and and help me, you know, see the things that displease you. And I think the human the human um condition <laughs> is it is to naturally elevate certain things a certain height. Um and because it happens so organically sometimes I think it's easy to not see it happening. Mm. Um and so I, I think for me definitely I'd rather not have the rude awakening kinda alright, I'm gonna have to take this idol away from you, kinda rip it away, you know. I'd I'd rather God shows it to me and helps me through it in a nice then calm and gentle way.
2: <laughs> um <At every laughs> gentle way.
1: So uh, I, I I think I think it's availing yourself to you know that Spirit led examining of your heart Mm. and letting God show you the things that displease him and and show you to remove them. Because Mm. I believe for his children, it's either he will show it to you and help you remove it before it's a problem or he'll remove it (laughs) for you (laughs) before it's a problem. But either way, he will Mm. remove it for you. Or that sometimes he
0: right lets it, it be a problem and see, see, this is what happens. That's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I mean, that's what I mean is
1: <laughs> he will let it, <laughs> he'll remove it for you, but after that test or after that lesson where it's a bit painful and you're like, okay, cool, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think, um, to add to that, what I'll say is, um, I believe that there's almost always a root cause for why these things crop up as an idol, um, So for instance, the example that I gave, I'll share this because of the deterioration of my previous um, relationship, well, my uh, relationship with my eldest daughter, Um, and how things kind of went down there that then made the possibility of an idol creeping up here. Um, So the the reality of things just don't come out of a vacuum, but there's almost always a root cause for something becoming an idol mm. and um, if we start to understand why this thing was an idol in the first place or some some um, in the hookup I'm going to give those an example and this isn't given too much weight, but there was an example where a couple went to a pastor to go talk to the pastor about idols and what well, about marital problems and the husband was saying the wife just spends money because she wants to look good. And he's like, no, you just can't do that. Oh. Um, and the wife was saying, but the husband, if it was up to him, he wouldn't spend any money. He just wants to save everything. Oh. And the pastor, instead of saying, oh, well, and they recognize that the woman wants to do that because of vanity. She wants to look well and she wants to present herself well and she wants to um, sit well in different circles. Um, and the husband was quick to point that out. But instead of the pastor then saying, oh, Yeah, let's let's work on that. The pastor was like, "But why are you wanting to save all your money?" And then through conversation, they realised that there was a sense of financial security that he wanted to feel as a man, as though he he can provide if anything is needed, there's a reservoir of money that he can he can provide, Mm -hmm. Um, and so both had issues around money and money was an idol for both of them fleshed out in two different ways Mm. but it was due to root cause two totally different things even though it addressed the same thing Um, and so yes I I would challenge and just say like why is this an idol it's all well and good just removing the idol but if you don't if you're not able to figure out why this is an idol it's more likely for it to become an idol again so when you recognize what in the past happened or what happened in your life that is making you prone to to make this an idol. You can then um, work with God and just be like, well, I, I believe in, even when discovering what it is, is something that happens with God, not outside of him. Um, and so part of the whole God um, search my heart Like, this is an idol. Why is it an idol? Let's walk through this. All right, this is the reason. How do I pray? How do I pray through this? How do I go through this? If it's a case of forgiving people, then forgiving them. If it's a case of having a conversation, doing this, doing that, doing something physical, it might be that. So yeah, I'll say find out the root cause prayerfully and walk with God to to rectify that as much as you can to walk in a manner that is more healthy. Cool. How about yourself? Um,
0: Yeah, I think like you were saying, like identifying the root of why something's like an idol is very important. Mm-hmm. Because you can know something's like an idol and then say, okay, I'm done with it. And then it becomes idle idol again. Mm-hmm. And like if you don't understand why it keep, this thing mm-hmm. keeps coming an idol to you, you'll just keep going around in circles. Mm-hmm. So I think identifying, um, maybe you might need to talk to someone about it. Maybe they can mm-hmm. see something that you can't see. Like an example you gave, um, taking it to God. <laughs> yeah um essentially yeah just say god i know this is an idol i know that in my own strength there's nothing i can do take it away from me and just like give it over to god and trust that in his in in his time he will take it away and he will mold you and make you more in his image in the process amen amen all right hookups so as you've been bursting to, <laughs> to <laughs> talk about your hook up, <laughs> <laughs> so to go I, first? That's probably the most teased hook up in the <laughs> I, I don't know history. if
2: i say b- bursting, but um, I think I've mentioned it already. Um, Timothy Keller, counterfeit gods. Mm. Mm. So yeah, that's that's the example. That's where I've been kind of taking things from. Um, it was really challenging for me going through it. Um, we've all kind of mentioned um, practical things in terms of being idols but he even went deeper and said these practical things like these things are almost tied to a deeper idol that almost is almost like the root and then there are different stems that come out from it that flesh out practically in different ways so um you, the deep rooted idol just might be assurance i just want to feel assured that i'm loved and so all of I'm doing all of these things which I identify as idols, only to feed into the nature of yeah, someone loves me. And so, it's and the nature of the notion of feeling loved isn't necessarily a bad thing because we know that God loves us. But it's sitting with the reality that God loves us, and allowing that to become our reality, even more so than my dad loves me or my mom loves me, because I got this A. Or something like that so yeah um and that's that's an example like whenever i got good grades not myself personally but hypothetical i get good grades and my parents shower me with love so because i want to feel loved i'm going to get good grades so then academic achievement becomes an idol not necessarily because i want to achieve well, but because i want my parents to love me mm. and so yeah there's that trajectory so yeah timothy keller counterfeit gods mm. peter think I also
1: give a, a book one. I think I mentioned this before, but it's uh the pre-orders are available. So I think I'll give it, I'll do it again. Uh Gay Girl, Good God. The story of who Jackie Hill Perry was. What's it called? And who God has always been. It's called Gay Girl, Good God. Um and I think uh, again I, li- I like the
2: iteration in that. Yeah,
1: I I I like I like the fact that um it's it's someone who was gay and got saved mm. um, where we're dealing now with saved people becoming gay um, so you're I, dealing with that I'm not dealing so I think uh, I, I, I really I think it's good to have someone as articulate as Jackie I'm sorry
2: Perry. Robert try to come out if that sounds like a you problem <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah um, I, I, I think it, it'll be It's. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to getting a book and uh, buying the audiobook, uh because I think it's it's inc- it's very important to have someone as articulate as mm. Jackie O'Perry um, whose testimony is as unique as being gay, being like a um you know, doing all the things that she did and, and being saved. Uh I, I think it'll be it'll be a very interesting mm. listen, uh, and read. Does it come so out? I think the pre orders are available now. Um, as to when it comes out, I'm not sure, but I know it's soon. I know it's it's imminent. Um, but yeah, the pre-orders are available now. Cool. Uh, to to get.
0: All right, my hookup for this week is a grime LP. Or was it was the EP. I think it's the EP. It's
2: the difference between EP and LP. What no we idea. talk about
0: afterwards? No idea. <laughs> um, P Money and um, Lil D um, back to back. Okay. And
2: Little D. Lil D. I haven't heard of him in a while. Trust me. I
0: and don't know who these people are. Of course you don't. <laughs> but it's like a it's it's like a nine track project, really solid, just guys barring. And yeah. Um What are you talking about? Crime stuff, is it? <laughs> oh no, that being said, there is one track where the, it's like a track to their children and, and talking about trying to create um a better life for them, and that's why it was out on shows that they're, they're trying to make some money to make sure they live good. So they but I think the best the, the best track on that is, is, called, is a track called Skaty. Uh, but yeah, very solid project. Skaty. scatty Oh scatty
2: Skaty.
0: And uh it, that, that also, yeah, I don't know, I just like like old school grime vibe mm. that that, 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 that I like could just like put and uh, put your car and just drive and just like vibe to it. It's great. Interesting. Cool. Alright let's move on. So um how do, how, how do i want to start the segment okay so um words have different meanings right mm-hmm. so like there's a difference between if um i call you a pagan and jesus calls you a pagan. You, know, you know those, <laughs> those are two <laughs> very different types of pagan right <laughs>
2: hey i hope jesus never calls me a pagan you
0: <laughs> <laughs> st- think the stakes are so different <laughs>
2: Yeah, 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 there's and a big it, difference.
0: And then in the same way with like idols, mm. idol is like something you put um at head of God, mm. or an idol can also be in a sense someone that you, you like look up to or someone who who, mm-hmm. who, who, who you admire. Mm. And um I just remember mm. one of Drake's bars from his new album,
1: where he was like, "Is that uh, the album he released after he got beaten by a T in
0: the battle?" Yes, Peter.
1: Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. Just checking. <laughs>
0: you know, I'm not even gonna just Peter. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> And um, so one of the, one of his bars, he was like, um, meet, "Meeting your heroes is like seeing how magic works, and like the idea w- is that like you look forward to seeing someone, meeting someone, a- a- and then when you actually do, they don't turn out to be as mm. <laughs> as great as you think they are." Mm. So in that sense, do you think it's wrong to have like a? Is it wrong? It, how do I put this? Is it wrong to have like an expectation of people who like you deem? Have 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 made it somewhere. So is it or like is it wrong to, in quotes, idolize this person? Not like make make them idol, yeah, but like yeah, idolize yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's
1: it's not it's not wrong, as in sin, but <laughs> it's wrong as in. I, I uh, there's, there's this quote I'm looking for, and it's funny because it's a quote that I said and I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> it <was> someone else must quoted himself right. <laughs> I'm trying to quote myself. It was something like, "Disappointment isn't a function of failure. Disappointment is a function of expectation." And I say that because if I get disappointed in something, it's not because that thing didn't go, didn't work out, or didn't uh, or failed. It's because I expected it to be a certain way and it wasn't. So it's only wrong in the sense of you're placing these people on pedestals that they may not have asked for, and when you meet them and they're just being themselves, you end up being disappointed because you put them on a the pedestal mm. that they were never asking for in the first place. Propaganda says something he in that song that he did about puritans mm-hmm. he was like he feels uncomfortable with um preachers quoting Puritans because the puritans uh were the Puritans' partners owned slaves. And he was like the same reason that he feels uncomfortable about that. He feels uncomfortable about people quoting him because he knows the things that he doesn't put in the songs, or yeah. the things that he goes through. That you know, he knows he fails at, and yet people are going to try to quote him like he's Christ. So I think the only the only fault is with the person that's elevating mm. the, their idol to this pedestal and forgetting that actually they're human too and they're tired and mm. they they've worked hard or whatever. Um, because you will meet them and then you'll find out that they're human and they're not the superhuman that you're expecting them to be and then you'll be disappointed
2: yeah Um, I I totally agree I think um, so this is something that I've been challenged with recently um, in terms of leadership so one time during Tuesday lunchtime service at my church I was looking at my vicar And as I was looking at him, I could just, God was just giving me an insight into how much responsibility is actually on his shoulders. But then there was also the insight of him actually being a broken man. And the more I was just looking at him, the more I was just kind of meditating on this and the more God was just impressing in my heart that leaders are broken men leading a group of broken men. And... It's very unfortunate that when a man is elevated to a position of leader, we almost like there's a magnifying glass on that person, and we look to this person to have exemplary qualities and stuff that everyone can aspire to. Which I believe there's a notion of that should be true in the sense of as a leader, you've been uh, you've been called upon to lead a group of people for a specific reason mm. and their specific gifts and talents and and characteristics that God wants to to. Um, exemplify through you. Um, but we shouldn't hold these people as being perfect so we shouldn't hold these people as being squeaky clean and stuff um, and so it becomes unhealthy when we almost as- assume these people to have everything put together um, so I do believe there's a fault on us for pe- placing these people on a pedestal mm. um, but I feel that due to our nature as humans it's almost inevitable mm to do that, there's a challenge to always, always remember that these people are human. They're human just as we are. Obviously their circumstances and stuff are different, but reality is that they're just as much human as us. They're just as much frail as us. They're just as much broken and just marred as we are. It's just that they're in a different position than we are. We can learn from this, but ultimately they haven't got everything together.
0: Yeah. would you agree with the f- would you agree with the phrase that all men are equal how do you mean in a sense that so like the follow up question is that
1: because my bank account's my equal to JT's <laughs> bank account
0: <laughs> oh no but like I ask in the sense that we say that like everyone's human mm-hmm. but not all humans are able to get to the place where these people that were allies in. Mm-hmm. so like someone like um, let's take someone like Cristiano Ronaldo, mm-hmm. like he is at peak physical human condition, and not everyone has big. And not no, partly it's it's like it's it's like raw talent, but another part is the the discipline and the determination to yeah, to yeah. to when they get their Yeah. The, yeah. So, 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 so 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 like I'm asking that yes we're all equal. Mm. I, mean, I mean like yes we're all human, but are all humans equal in the sense that there are some of us who. Can reach those higher heights, mm. and, and like if we can, right? Should we put the, should, should we put should, should, should they be put in the same class as, as the guy that will pick up something, do it for five minutes, and then <laughs> and then leave right. it and then complain about so, life being hard? I, I think, I think the, the 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 nice thing that you did with
1: Cristiano Ronaldo is the 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 world of sports is one that I think demonstrates this very, very well in the sense of. Like, I've had the opportunity to train with world champions, you know, and just like... slip that in. Y- no, 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 <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm getting there, I'm getting there. F- just from outside, you look in and you think, rah, that guy's really good. Or that guy's like, that super talent, whatever. And then, until you train with them, you don't realise that the only reason they're so good is because they're putting in the work. As you said with, uh, with Ronaldo, but even with talent, like, talent... Oh, what, what's the quote? hard work beats talent if talent doesn't work hard yeah right so full of quotables today ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> if 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 i what what i will say is it's okay or it's it's i think it's acceptable to admire someone because you've seen the work like the reason i i i, I said i talked about the world champions is being in the gym with them and seeing their work work ethic compared to my work ethic, I'm like, okay, I, c- I can see why you're there. <laughs> I'm not there yet, but I can see why you're there, you know? And it's like, I it's okay to admire that. It's okay to learn from that. But I think something that Mo mentioned is, it almost become inevitable to then idolize that oh. if you're not careful. And so I think that's where the 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 you have to be careful. But to say um, all men are, are equal, I think, Yes, all men are equal. The difference between the guy that's got there and the guy that's not got there is, as you said, that persistence, that hard mm-hmm. work, that willingness to to stay to stay and work hard. People can be given a silver spoon, but if they don't do anything with that silver spoon, they'll just stay in their mouth. If that makes sense, like they'll just and hopefully rust. <laughs> is, is it
0: wrong to say like like say someone like Cristiano Ronaldo mm. if he comes to you and says, "I'm better than you." Is he justified in saying that he's better at me than football? At
1: football, yes. And making money, uh, and making money, <laughs> yes. He's got more money than me. Like those, those are statements of fact. But then to say you're better, you're better than me, what in in God's sight, which is the sight that matters. Well, do you know God? If you know God, then we're all His children. That doesn't matter to me. Again, it, 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 it's it's uh, it's of no consequence. You have to sense. pull out the good card to make you it. No, I have I have to. You know do do like t- I, have to. <laughs> <laughs> what am I
0: say?
1: it was,
2: it was <laughs> burning him. <laughs> you <know>, what what <laughs> I got to say, you got a six pack, <laughs> you got <laughs> <laughs> millions. <laughs> you <don't just laughs> nah. What I always say is, yeah, I'm <laughs> in the newspaper that you're going to prison because you evaded tax. No, no,
0: that was messy. That was, that was Ronaldo. Was <laughs> no, was, you sure? It was messy.
2: It wasn't messy, you know. I think it was Ronaldo. No, it was messy. Can you change the question then? <laughs> tell me that he's me. <laughs>
1: I'm better I than you because g- I pay I my taxes. No problems. with my police. <laughs> um,
0: okay, and I know it says in the Bible, um, I think it was Paul said that um, leaders will be judged harsher than the other men mm-hmm. do.
1: James 2.25 or Mark 2.25? Yeah, so yeah. James. James. Yeah. yeah. yeah James. So,
0: uh, with something like that, doesn't that then mean that... Ugh, what Do you, want to
2: say? Do you know? What? Let let me let me let me jump in with what I was gonna say because I think it, it leans into that. I think all men are equal. I men all are or aren't? Are okay. All, all all men and women are equal. But us being equal doesn't mean we're the same. might <laughs> 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 just want the quote <laughs> <laughs> You didn't hear what you he said. <laughs> <laughs> Straight. <laughs> elaborate. Elaborate. So it's, it's it's a in the sense of um, all of sin and fallen short of the glory of God. Um, all are under the blanket. All are all are, all of us are created in the image of God. All of us reflect something of God, and so in that sense, there is equality in the sense of God's design over us and the condition of man. But all of us not being the same in the sense of gifts, talents, um, abilities, and stature, height skin colour stuff like that we're not the same Mm. we're just physically not the same Mm. Um, emotionally mentally psychologically we're we're not the same we're equal but we're not the same Mm. and so one person putting in a hundred percent effort in kyokushin and yielding world-class status another person will put in a hundred percent and just get beaten up Mm. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry but then, then again, the same person who put in 100% effort into Kyokushin and became world champion might put in 100% effort into football and be pants. And the person who got beaten up put in 100% effort and be world class. Mm. And so equality in the sense of what God pronounces over us and what the condition that we're in and stuff, yes. But in terms of the same, in terms of gifting and stuff, that's, that's not the case. And I think... When God holds us to a standard, he holds us to a standard in accordance to what he's deposited within us. To those mm-hmm. who much has been given, much will be expected, mm-hmm. though much will be required. And we can't, we won't be judged upon things we don't know. We'll be judged upon things we do know. And, for the all, and so for all those who are doing Bible studies and stuff, yes, it's very good. But dude, if you're not living based off the Bible study, kite, my friend, stop it all. Mm-hmm. Like... Pray for the grace to be able to live what you're learning. Mm. Live the convictions that God is giving you. Because the more that God teaches you, the the higher the standard. If God is convicting you about sexual sin, you have no excuse anymore. Because you're getting a conviction. But Mm. if you're not being convicted, you you can be like, oh, uh, I'm just doing whatever, innit? You can't (laughs) can't can't do it. if If you're getting the conviction... If if the Holy Spirit is convicting you and you're actively quenching the promptings of the Holy Spirit, there's more there's more of a judgment. I not
0: judgment, but but know what I mean is that like with someone like that sexual sin, mm-hmm.
2: you know it's wrong, conviction or not. Dep- okay, if you're coming, if we if you're in church, if you're in church, if, if or if you're, you're in, in the world and st- stuff like that, and and so if you're in a church, you're almost expected to know that this is wrong or you've been exposed to it. And so because you've been exposed to this and you, you profess to hold on to this faith, you are now being held accountable for the truth that you profess to hold on to. But if you're living in the world and you don't profess to hold on to this faith or onto the truth that this faith pr- professes, you're not being held accountable. Well, you are ultimately being held accountable to it. But your first problem is you don't know Jesus. That's your first problem. So the nuances of knowing Jesus is, is of lesser consequence. The first thing is what you're, it's like you don't know Jesus at all. But when you profess to know Jesus, then there's a, the question of how are you actually living this? How is this manifesting in your life? Mm. Um, and so yes, when you've, when you've been exposed to something like you've got a talent for this. So the parable of the servants who had five, two and one, they were equal in terms of humanity, but they weren't the same in terms of talents and the way that they oh. utilised the talents were different mm. and they were held accountable based on how they utilised what was given to them. Mm. And point. so that's mm. that's that's how I say it's that, we're all equal but we're not the same. In as much as it sounds nonsensical and it sounds like a contradiction, but that's how I explain it.
0: So with the talents thing,
2: mm-hmm.
0: so with the guy that got the five talents, mm-hmm. he, he flipped it yeah. compared to the guy who had the one and did nothing with yeah. it. Um, the, the guy with the five then got upgraded the guy was like you know take the one talent as well because you did the thing mm. Mm. um so if that guy then went to become the ceo of that guy's company mm-hmm. is it wrong for him to be held to more account than the guy who got his talent taken away from him well like best way to put this is like we're talking about um james gunn is it james gunn yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so um we, we saw the director stuff he was saying <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Could he be given a pass By saying Well if James from down the road said those, those things
2: Wouldn't he be saying anything So it's okay for James Gunn to be saying these things No because again If he has said those things now In the position that he's in now I reckon he should be held to it Not to a different standard But the, the progression of time needs to be taken into consideration Like when I was 19 I was a totally different guy than when I am now when I was 19, I was I wasn't in Christ. I was doing whatever I wanted to do, and now like 10 years down the line.
0: Right, quickly, for those who don't know, James Gunn was the director for Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. He got fired because he was saying some reckless things on Twitter about having sex with children and that kind of stuff.
1: Over <laughs> seven years ago, and he was saying them because he was trying to make jokes. Seven years ago, even though they're, when even he was though still they're not f-
0: funny. Seven years ago, when he was still a fully fledged adult. Yeah, he was, try- <laughs> he was trying to be controversial,
1: yeah. but they weren't funny and there was just a bit it was wild hello hello so hell way world, way we hell and
2: so, and so we're yeah. not condoning what he's saying in any way shape or form and I'm not necessarily saying that he should get a pardon for it um but there's there's a reality in that there's been 7 years of maturity that's hopefully you that's hope. happened we <laughs> would hope that has happened and so and yes, you can almost argue that he's only apologising for it because he's recognised, oh, it could do some harm to my I Oh, no, position. apparently
1: like, he apologised Yeah, he apologised yeah. He took them before, and apologised long ago.
2: But, th- yeah, so th- that argument can also be made in terms of whatever. But um, I would say that... Um, in terms of your, your question, initial question, the person who got 10 talents made CEO... Just the sheer fact that you've now been elevated to a higher position means that there is more responsibility on you. Like there's so a dif- the higher standards. The higher standard. There's a different standard when you're single to when you're married. Just simply due to that transition. And then there's a different standard from when you're married to when you're a father. And then there's a different standard from when you're a father to when you're a grandfather. Arguably. And so, just the different seasons and stages that you're in in life comes with different standards and different responsibilities, and I mean, you need to adapt to that. Even to
1: add to the James Gunn situation, like look at the consequences, because James Gunn—I mean, those statements I'm sure aren't the wildest statements anyone's ever made on Twitter. Uh, you know, Joe Blogs down the road may have made wilder statements and yet the consequences of him making those statements compared to the consequences of James Gunn now getting fired by Disney are wildly different because again, they're wildly different in different places mm. so definitely, you know, there there is a different level of accountability uh, for the guy that's elevated to a high level by f- by the fact that you are on that high level
0: mm. Is there anyone you would say that you idolize? Just, just, just before we round up not anymore. My idols are my rivals now. Okay, Jake, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Jake, You know, no, that was, <laughs> no, was Jay Z. Long live your idols. May they never become your rivals. Yeah. <laughs> Man.
1: Um, to personally, no, no. Um, I'm too cynical now.
0: Mm. <laughs> I think. I think hater's the
2: right word. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, I've got people who I admire. What one active thing that I have done to avoid this is so in photography. Um, One of the advice when I first started off was to find photographers that you admire and Mm kind of look at their their careers, how they did what they did, um, look at their work, learn from them and stuff. Um, But what I decided to do instead was start a Pinterest board with all the images that I liked, irrespective of whoever took them. So I don't even look at the photographer's name. And I just... I curated a board with all the images that I liked and curated a board with all the images that I don't like and then I just analysed the image based on its artistic merit Um, and then as I was going through them I realised that certain photographers names were coming up quite frequently Um, and this prevented me from Blanket just saying oh John Piper he's dope
0: Mm. I like
2: everything he comes out with Mm. without critiquing it Mm. without actually challenging what he's saying and saying, is it in line with the Bible? Is it true? Mm. Do I agree with everything? Do I agree with his whole theology? Shylin, do I agree with his whole theology? But rather taking everything for its own merit, mm. examining them and saying, Do I like this? Why not? Why do I like it? and stuff like that. So that has helped me artistically anyways. Mm. Um not fall into the habit of idolizing people. Yeah. I admire certain people but I try not to idolize their work yeah. or idolize them. I
1: think what I'll say in addition to that is the whole uh, reason for scientific advancement is because so one person has studied up to a certain point with the technology available to them. The next person comes, takes that and builds upon it. So there is there is precedent for learning from other people. And the reason I say that is almost counter to, not counter to what Moses is saying, um, but in a, in a in a separate vein uh and i say this from fighting i uh i was advised to look at specific people to emulate their styles based on um body types so mm. someone that has a body similar to mine mm-hmm. look at his fighting style to see what i can take from it mm. now that's just to that's just that just means i will be looking at specific people um uh, uh so you're just
2: looking at guys bodies
1: No. No, looking at their fighting styles. But their bodies look like mine.
2: (laughs) That's how you want to phrase it.
1: (laughs) So, um, there there is precedent for that. But I think what that is just an example of is just being smart about learning mm. so you know being able to have a board of images that you like is um is is a smart way of learning mm. uh looking at people who have your body type and have uh, looking at their fighting styles to see what works for your body type mm. because different body types are different yeah. types is a smart way of learning so i think there's there's room for smart learning mm. and, and taken from what's already been done so you can build upon yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Definitely. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um, Even to add to that, like, for those who train in the gym regularly, it's like, it's, it's, it, it will make sense to look at someone of a similar body type to you and see how they train. Yeah. And then see, all right, what can I learn from this? Knowing that Everything that they do won't be applicable to you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that learning from them, and exactly like Peter, mm-hmm. just learning from different people. And then, mm-hmm. so when I first started off, I did start off with these are the photographers that I'm going to look at. Mm-hmm. But then, based on their stuff, I then stemmed off to other places. Yeah. So like, all right, cool. There's this, there's that, there's yeah. this. And yeah. it's more looking at a style yeah. that I, I resonate with exactly. and then drawing from those styles to learn more. Exactly. So it's learning again, yeah. this, this is like my rough body type. So the fighters that fall into this category, I'll kind of look at their stuff mm-hmm. and learn from them.
1: And you can apply the same thing. To everything, yeah. poetry, to yeah. uh, whatever you want to do, you can apply. Just being smart about learning, but not idolizing. Just mm-hmm. how about yourself, Robert? Yeah, no, I don't do idols. <laughs> you um. are an idol.
2: Peter <laughs> knows. <laughs> he knows. I do not have to say it.
1: <laughs> you you what I'm saying
2: is, yeah, back, back in is,
1: back
2: back back in in the ancient Israelite times, yeah, they they would take idols and burn them. So so bad. That's all it is. <laughs> 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 Good to meet <be> in London. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, guys, for listening. <laughs> do you have idols? <laughs> if you do, get rid of them <laughs> straight. Um, you can find us at soundcloud.com dot com forward slash The Blacksmith Furnace no apostrophe on all good podcasting apps and the websites, including iTunes The Blacksmith Furnace with apostrophe, Twitter at the Furnace UK, email address tbsfurnace at hotmail dot com. Uh, Peter's got an event on Saturday.
1: Yeah, yeah. Pass the mic. Uh, it's an open mic night. Uh supposed to be intimate, quiet, you know, low-key, just the way I like it. Um, oh, <laughs> Saturday <laughs> evening. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. <laughs> Saturday evening. The does smile on Peter's face. It does, does open, open like at it. five. Um, it'll, be a, it'll just be a, a nice, you know, night of um, stories, poems about the God that provides the salvation that we
0: need. don't know. Yeah. Cool. Anything else from anyone else? No, huh.
1: there might be another podcast in the works. Um, not, not, not from us, uh, but I might be producing it for uh, some ladies. For uh, who? Some ladies. That's all you need to know now. Um, but if I th- I'll just, I'll just tease that now. What's that about? If it comes to, if it comes to fruition, I'll tell you guys more um but yeah that that's in the works. Nancy we will be coming back for season three starting January 2019 we're going to start production on that soon so uh pray for us and, and uh, be be excited because it's going to be good yeah
0: cool then I guess this is the blacksmith's further sign in a Good morning.